Welcome to What Is It All For, a podcast designed to help you grow your online business and pursue a spacious, satisfying life at the same time. We're your hosts, Jason and Caroline Zook, and we run Wandering Aimfully, an unboring business coaching program. Every week, we bring you advice and conversations to return you to your most intentional self and to help you examine every aspect of your life and business by asking, what is it all for? Thanks for listening, and now let's get into the show. And I'm here too. (laughs) Uh, My preamble, I got something for you here uh, as we jump right in, right in. I think there are two types of people in the world for a lot of things, obviously. Oh, uh, of course. But specifically for this one I want to bring up, which is what's in my mouth right now, which is a <laughs> okay. cinnamon, not roll, mint. There's cinnamon mint people and there's non-cinnamon. Just cinnamon people. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are not a cinnamon person. Okay, but here's something interesting that you yeah. should know. See, this actually de- debunks your I'm curious. thing Go. of like, there's only two people yeah. in the world. Okay, do not like cinnamon, the spice like flavored things. What about like gum? Okay, but I like cinnamon flavored gum. Like um what's the red hot? Red what's that gum? Red Wait, hot. What? Yeah, just listen. Red what's the ju- juicy red? What <laughs> What the f is Big that red. gum? Big red. Yeah. I like that. What? Yeah, I like that. It's like a minty Hold cinnamon. On a Hold just can, can I run through my okay. my mint so my cinnamon? Uh red hots. Yeah. Hate. Cannot stand. Okay. Absolutely not. Um, a cinnamon mint though, like you're having yeah, right now, yeah. that sounds delicious. So maybe it's the combination of cinnamon, a cinnamon. Ooh, um, I like cinnamon, <laughs> but not cinnamon. Ah, uh, see, okay. this is very interesting because people are have, complex. We have been at the grocery store yeah. together. Yeah. Last time we did that was two years ago. Sure, sure, sure. But we did it. I would buy gum at the checkout and I would go for the cinnamon gum and you would go, no, sir, oh, I don't want oh, that. Oh, here's what you need to understand. It's never going to be my first gum choice. Yeah, but you've specifically said, I, l- I don't like cinnamon gum. You've said those words to me in what our I'm, marriage. What I'm trying to communicate in that moment is I don't want to buy this because I'd rather have regular gum. But those aren't the words you said. The words well, you said I think- are... I don't like okay, cinnamon gum, which is why the, I had In this... the heat of a moment at a checkout, at an impulse <laughs> buy situation, you have to be clear. And I think maybe I thought the clearest thing to say was like, I don't like that. No, because that paints an entire picture of how I feel well, you feel I, about cinnamon. I'm understanding that you don't see me clearly <laughs> in our marriage. So here's what's interesting. What? A red hot uh-huh. is very similar to Big Red. No, it's, it's not. just one no, it's not. gets chewed no, and it's digested. Not. No, it's not. A red hot is more of like a, a spicy cinnamon. <laughs> yeah, the mint that okay, I listen, just had. There's different things. The cinnamon that I just had, spicy. No, no. Okay, here it is. Here's what it is. A red hot yeah. is like a hot cinnamon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spice. That's what I just had. Okay. Yeah. A cinnamon, big red gum. Yeah. Is like a cool, cool. Yeah. Spicy yeah. cinnamon. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, where do you okay. guys stand? Okay. Are you? Uh, and then cinnamon, are the you, spice. Yeah. It's just like weird. <laughs> like why? Yeah. Okay. So where do you guys stand? Are you cinnamons or are you cinnamon gums or are you just no cinnamon altogether? Or are you all the cinnamon? So I'm all the cinnamon. I'll take it all. I'll take a cinnamon. I'll take a red hot. I'll take a big red. I'll really? take a cinnamon roll. Really? I'll do a cinnamon challenge with a teaspoon but and see, cough this, it up. I think this is very indicative of our personalities because it's like you like maximum flavor maximum yeah. spice yeah maximum i'll take hot sensations yeah. like i don't want to be I'm on just hot like ones. a little sensitive bunny yeah. and i'm just like i don't need all that flavor in my mouth right yeah i don't you, need all that flavor this is, we've had this in okay? our relationship i would 
like, too much flavor in your mouth. Yeah, I love I love a vanilla. <laughs> you okay? do, you do. I love. You're a basic ass bitch. <laughs> a basic ass bitch. And you know what? You can't shame me but you, into not liking vanilla. You're here for it. Absolutely. You're like, give me a vanilla yogurt. Get up all off day. making people feel bad about the things that they like, no, it's just fine. because other people like it's them. It's fine. I just am so glad we cleared up this checkout counter interaction. That now, I've had are with we going to stay married? Like, does this change things for you? I just, I, I need you to know. Do you feel lied to? Do you feel betrayed? Yeah, I feel lied to. You feel lied to. I need you to know, uh-huh. at an impulse buy situation, I can't have you saying, I don't like that. <laughs> I want you to say. I'd rather not have that. I'd prefer something else. Do you hear how many because more words in, that is? Don't care. In my mind, I cataloged you for years, abundance of years, as a cinnamon hater. And now I know you're not a cinnamon hater. I would love a stick of big red gum right now, honestly. <laughs> I'm going to have you try one of these mints after because I'm going to see if you Go like get it them. right now. No, I don't want to oh, get it Oh, come on. Right let's now. do a live taste nah, test. it's too much. It's All too right. much We are kind of. We got a lot of questions. We are kind of folded up in our legs here. We are. All right. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening to our past couple travel podcast episodes. For those of you who have not caught up, very quick catch-up, super quick. We are planning to travel all of 2022, become full-time travelers and go off and see the world. We're starting in Europe. continue to run our businesses. That's continue to run important. our businesses, but go off in Europe and then slower travel. I found out uh, via some Instagram DMs, because I put up a question on Instagram, sure, which sure, sure. I get to questions, uh, that there are people who consider themselves slow travelers and they stay in a place for a year. I'm like, oh, you're really slow travelers. We thought <laughs> so two to four weeks There's levels. Slow. Yeah, there's, there's lots levels. of levels. I also watched a video, uh, random because I watched all the travel videos, of a girl who's like, Oh, I travel so much slower than most other nomads. I stay at a hostel for like 48 hours. And I'm like, ma'am. What, what could be fast? What? What? Do people just check in? They're like, all right. And then they leave. And they're like, that's how I travel. Got to get back on the road. I saw the hostel. I, so anyway, we're yeah. learning that there's levels. Yeah. And we're we're in like a, th- again, this is all assumptions because we could get over there and be like, yeah. we want to go slower. We want to go faster. Yeah. But right now we're in the two week to one month range yeah in a place um we are big fans of dane and stacy on mm-hmm. youtube uh, many of you i think i've mentioned them a couple times now i've watched so many of their travel videos all now. their videos uh pretty they make much great videos. almost every video they've done in europe i've watched because yeah. they're just like they're going to second tier cities they don't want to go to main cities it's very much aligned with what we're going to do they're staying a little bit longer so like we really vibe and they with just their have vibe just fantastic new zealand accents oh yeah they're they're fun they same like they'll talk about a nightclub and they're like but we're not going to it and i'm like ah Ah, yes, That's our people. My vibe. Uh, and then they try and find all the food spots. So I, I bring them up because uh, if you've watched any of their videos or you've seen them, that's very much kind of the style that we're going for. We'll see how that pans out. But this episode is wrapping up our four week series that we stumbled into here of sharing our travel thoughts, kind of how you our businesses know. are going to go. It's fun in the summer. It's. Oh. First of all, she's been recording our I'll entire tell conversation. You who I don't want to call Sherry. Oh, you're trying to make a call. Siri was trying. So this is when you buy an Apple Watch. Don't you have the option of the crown on the inside or the outside? Isn't that a thing? Babe, I don't know. Remember that? But it's it's doing all kinds of weird stuff lately. Like truly, I just need to sit down and get my settings back on track. Um, I will say that is one thing that's on my gear list. We had uh, some gear questions come up here, and also. A lot of people have been telling me it's Allie and Caroline and like three other waivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I like to so say a lot many of people, people. Uh, have been telling me they're here for all the gear talk. Okay. I bought the very first version of an Apple Watch. We'll get into the questions in a second. I bought the very first version of the Apple Watch because I was like, great. I love a new Apple piece mm-hmm. of tech, like new thing. 
Didn't love it. It just didn't like, do much. It didn't. It didn't do much. You're very. It right. was like you could take phone calls on it. I had You're no like, interest uh, okay. in a Mickey Mouse watch face. There were like three watch faces at the time, <laughs> and I was just like, I don't want notifications on my wrist. Like I'm not interested. Yeah, we're we're basically no notification. Hundred percent. Um, and so I actually sold it to our good friend Caleb from the Watch Pod fame. For you those of you who've been listening you for a while, know Caleb. Uh, he since then upgraded to like all the different ones. You got this one, which I can't remember. I think this is fifth version you oh, won't God. remember i don't know um, third feels right no it's oh, a little further along that's wrong but uh <laughs> pretty sure it's five because six just came out um but you've really enjoyed it for the most part i love it yeah yeah like i love it i am now back on the train for our travels of potentially getting one for two reasons lay them on me number one if i have a heart attack while i'm out by myself there's like a life alert type of system in here that could tell you that I'm not doing well, which I like. Just Where are you going by yourself? I got to go get a, a baguette. I have. Oh, to get, that's a good answer. Yeah, exactly. I have to go get some brie. Okay, so you want to get an Apple Watch. Just so, in case. Listen, yeah, yeah. So that if you go out for a baguette mm-hmm. and you have a heart attack, uh-huh. I will be somehow notified. Quickly alerted. Quickly alerted. All right, that feels right. Yeah. It feels right. Second reason, uh-huh. probably more important than the baguette, honestly, because... You know, it's what I care about. Okay. And the, the gearheads who listen to mm-hmm, our podcast is that it can become a remote for your iPhone. Yeah, camera. it's already that's like a built in app. You don't yeah. even have to add it. Yeah, no, I know. Which I'm really excited. But the problem is, I just like you saying it can become like it is. It but is. it wasn't before. This wasn't a feature that. No, I know. Before. But like you saying why I want to get it is because it can become it's yeah. like, no, but it is a, a remote for your phone, right. your iPhone. Right. But do you understand that, like, you can see what you're recording on the screen when you're recording video oh, no. with your phone? Okay. Oh, no, so you... you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, see no. that. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm going to take a photo of you right now. <laughs> hey, hey. What's up? Hey. I need you to hold, Ooh, just got get my on. Apple wallet. <laughs> What's up? Hey. Okay. It, it becomes. Mm, my lens can't becomes, see much. Exactly. It becomes a, a viewfinder for your phone. I was just giving you a hard time. And, and when we're recording, because my goal as we travel around and we're going to record weekly videos, we think, is we I think. want to record them all with my iPhone with the front facing camera, sorry, the back side camera, which I can't see while I'm recording. But with an Apple Watch synced to my phone, I can see what I'm recording on those that's why it's important let's get into the question god that was such a long-winded thing but guess what the gearheads are like yeah yes! i'm here for it get that apple watch which by the way i, I want to buy a refurbished uh apple watch save series some six moolah. save some of the moos and the laws <laughs> okay we have a handful of questions here some are from instagram some are from our wandering aimfully slack meeting which i didn't even really pause it to people they just brought they them just, which is they were just i love like, so much i have questions because they care and we love you guys uh and then some are my own questions uh, which i think are gonna be fun i now you've you like? read all of these questions i, I have, have absolutely not yeah. a single yeah i have not been debriefed yeah so you're no, you gonna have, get the real is, yeah real all right let's start with uh saren's question sweet c digital on instagram Hi, and we're gonna go kind of like maybe rapid fire ish because you got some deadlines and things you got to do today <laughs> great um and her question, she started with, super excited for you. Thank you so much. Love Sarah. it. Do you travel as tourists, technically, for legal and tax purposes? Wow. Great question. So I, I brought this up to you on our walk the other day. Yeah. And I looked into it. You did. Uh, you did and some I Googling? found, so Nomad List is going to be a resource that we're going to use a lot while we travel. If you guys are travelers or you're thinking about traveling, nomadlist.com, we're about to pay for it because it's now a paid thing. It just seems like a really great, like, crowdsourced travel thing. I found a, a forum thread, mm-hmm. uh, and in it was a customs agent who was in Europe working, and it wasn't a customs agent anymore. He's now a full-time traveler, uh-huh. and said, 
Just say you're a tourist. Okay. Anytime they ask, we say are, you're a tourist. Because we are, to be fair. 100%. Yeah. He said, in some countries, if you open your laptop and answer an email, that's considered work and you can be fined for it or whatever. He was like, but if you say you're a tourist, just say you're a tourist. That makes it easy. So, because if you say like, oh, I'm just going to check my email now and again, like that raises red flags for them. Like, don't say those things. Just say you're a tourist. Okay. This is where the rule follower in you, you're going to have to do your own research yeah, on all this. Yeah, you can see the look on my face yeah, where yeah. I'm like, oh, wait, you want me yeah, to yeah. lie? Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 it's not about lying. Yeah, and that's exactly what, so multiple customs agents actually chimed in, yeah. a couple from the states. It's just about like, you need to make it easy for a customs agent to put you in the correct bucket. They want to know what you're doing there. Yeah, and, and so if actually, you are just here to take in the sites, then just say that. And all of them said, repeated this multiple times, we are happy that you're here as a tourist because you're spending money. Right. What we don't want to hear is I'm working here because that's potentially taking work away from our local economy. Right. And I'm like setting up a business yeah. and I'm... So, Saren, this is a great question. It is something Caroline's going to have to really get over is lying to customs agents that we're that's just tourists. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not even joking about <laughs> that. Okay? But truthfully, we are tourists. No, I know. Yeah. Uh, and then for legal and tax purposes, yeah, I mean, there's a really interesting thing we've talked about in previous episodes about working outside of the U.S. for more than, I think, 330 days. I have to look this up in a calendar year to get exclusive yeah. on the days but we avoid paying federal taxes in the u.s if we are outside the u.s for more than those days and again, it's very we, weird we're pro taxes like we're happy yeah, to yeah, pay yeah. taxes but if you're out of the country and not contributing to yeah. you know or not taking resources then you can take advantage of the way that the tax system is set up also yeah. we do have like an entire notion doc of just like things to research before we yeah. go and i think we had mentioned that one of the videos that we wanted to record was just from a from my perspective as a person with anxiety, yeah. like what are you afraid of or what things are you doing to manage your anxiety? And one of them is just doing all of that research so that things like confront being confronted with a customs agent, you're not afraid that you're going to get you know pulled into some holding cell and you said the wrong thing or you did exactly. the wrong thing or yeah. you didn't follow the rules. All right. That, I need to follow the rules. That, uh, that takes us right into a user submitted question by a Jason Z. Who sounds like a really cool guy. He really seems cool guy. handsome. What's the... that? I agree. You agree. Just by mm -hmm. his name. Yeah. yeah, of course. What's the number one thing you're most afraid of in thinking about this trip? Oh. Number one thing. The number one thing yeah. is one of us having a health problem in a... Like, and having to go to the hospital. That's the number getting one thing. Getting hurt. Yeah. Getting sick. Having like um, I'm doing parkour in the street and I twist an ankle and we got to go to a no, hospital. I mean, a twisted ankle. I'm not really worried about. Oh, okay. But like, oh, thanks for caring about my ankles. You know, something that would require hospitalization, like you break your leg or stomach extreme, bugs, yeah, really like extreme yeah. food poisoning parkour. or <laughs> parkour <laughs> or um, you know, it. something like that. Yeah, like, but it. the idea of having an emer a medical emergency in a country that is not your own where there's a language barrier the the going to the hospital is already so right. scary. like scary to me uh, you know and then you have the added thing of like the uncertainty of a hospital stay in the covid era also added to it so anyway that's well, my fear the good news is two things on that front number one we're going to do our research in every city that we stay at we're going to know where the closest hospital is right. and we're going to have that all planned out in our notion because we yeah. have you and you're going to do that yeah the second good news is i just shared this article with our little friend chat today yeah is that the new york times reported that the pfizer vaccine and moderna 
they're saying have lifetime resistance to COVID. Lifetime? Lifetime. They don't all know the, that yet. Well, no, but they're saying like all the data says. It's pointing like, to like After prolonged. 15 days in the bone marrow, there's like a whole bit of, you can look in I'm going to read, read it. I'm going to read um, it. it. It'll like disappear. Like a lot of vaccines, like the flu vaccine, it'll like disappear after yeah. a certain amount of time, which is why you get to get it every year. This is saying that they're seeing it stay after four months, and that's a long time. So we're thinking no boosters is what the early for data the current says. Strains. So that's okay. the other caveat is like for all the, the current, current strains. Even the so like don't take this as your COVID. We're uh, not podcast. scientists. We're not scientists here. But J- but Jason and I have had a lot of conversations about um, the logistical. Cha- you know, yeah. when early stuff was coming out, I was like. Well, we got our vaccines in May, May. Yep. so are we going to have to fly back to America yep. to get, you know, mid-year next year or something to get a booster? And anyway, that was that was actually a That's challenge. That's not your number one fear, so we're not going to talk about it. No. All right, my number one fear, thank you for asking, is... You have fears? Getting stuck uh, at customs and getting detained and, like, not being able to leave. That's my number one fear. Not being able to leave. I shouldn't have even told you this. <laughs> no, it's for everyone. <laughs> Wait a second. Moving on. Wait, no, 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 no. You think you wouldn't be able to leave? Like, like you think you're going to prison? It's not funny. Hey. <laughs> I wish, I wish you guys could see her face. I'm crying. <laughs> this is your number one fear now, isn't it? <laughs> I'm actually crying. You are. That oh my god, that precipitated a physical response from me. I'm so You're hot. You're so red. My ears You're are red. so hot. Yeah. Okay, wait, 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 wait. How's your heart rate doing on your uh, Apple Watch? Series Let's check five. it out. Series um, five. Okay, wait. So you're di- you're 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 <laughs> in prison? Yeah. They take they take you to prison? Possibly. That's for why I'm afraid of it. What for traveling? For lying. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. We have too many other questions. My heart rate's very low. Oh, no, 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 it's no, not. no, 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 What are you at? What are you at? I was at 90. That's fine. Oh, that's pretty good. All right. Thank you, Jason Z, for that question. All right. Now we have Fisherina. We're going to have is, a follow-up. Yeah. Uh, Fisherina on Instagram. Uh, she go, Her name is KJ. And her question, which I love, which we've talked a little bit about, we're also going to do a full video about, which is, will you keep any stuff in storage or sell everything before you go? So I don't You're know if we, close on them. I don't know if we mentioned this on the podcast, but we actually had this conversation where I was like, of course, we're going to keep like a couple of things, yeah. like a small unit or whatever. And then Jason was like, and put it, put what in it? Yeah. And I was like, well, all the stuff that I don't want to sell. And you were like, okay, what stuff? Yeah. And I went literally room by room and thought of the things that were like not replaceable to me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's like a box. Yeah. It's like a box of childhood memories that I have. Exactly. And even like stuff like my art, I can take photos of all of that. Well, that's a, one thing I was going to ask you about once I read this question, uh-huh. because we've already had this conversation. And so the answer, KJ, to your question is we are selling everything. We're selling everything. And then we have probably one, like I would say medium sized box of mementos. Yeah. Like we have a little Plaxico plush toy. Mm-hmm. Um, we have this little thing that was handcrafted. I have a box of like photos, cards. Yep. So it's like that stuff we're going to mail to one of our moms and they'll keep it in their attic for us, thankfully. Because moms. Because moms. Um, But my question to you is, what are we doing with all your art in your uh, your bin in the closet? Yeah, I'm trying to figure... I honestly have been thinking about what do I do with it. I mean, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Especially, I have like probably about seven or eight canvases and it's like... Which are rad. Yeah, it's like I want to be able to sell them to good homes of people who like my art but they're also not finished. So then I have to prioritize. They're finished enough. They're not. They're I have to prioritize enough. finishing them hey, and figuring out how to ship them. Art is never finished. It's true. Well, kind of. 
Um, so I don't know the answer to that. We're going to have to. But, I think that's the trickiest thing we have is your but I, art. But when I really think about it, I'm like, I don't think it's a good use of space to just keep. Not at all. To keep, Especially keep the Those paper pieces the closet, I did in 2016. Yeah. And like these, like they're all on the floor, like hidden away. And you know? all those pieces were like originals for my book and stuff. But they're, they were all ended up as digitals anyway. You know what I think would be a really fun thing to do? Love How many that. pieces are in there? 200? Roughly. I think it would be fun. We've talked about this before many years ago. But to do like a pay what you want real quick. Mm -hmm. Like take a week. Mm -hmm. Put them all up on the site. Mm -hmm. Pay what you want. Just do little gumroad buttons on every single one. Mm -hmm. And like in, like cover the shipping. We'll find out how much it costs to ship mm -hmm. them. And just like one week, make a thing out of it and be like, I sold all my art and I made 500 bucks, 1000 bucks. Like yeah, whatever it is. the hard part is like for a lot of those pieces for the 2016 thing is like they are sort of half completed because I had finished them digitally yeah. and they have like a big white space in the middle. Yeah, but that's fine. Let people like just decide if they want them or not. That's the whole point of it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think, th I think there's a variation of that idea that we could do. Fisherina, great job on the question. All right. Thank we're going to go to Toby from Wayne. Toby had five questions. So uh, I'm excited to slot a couple of these in here. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to save a gear one to later because you got to bring gear, gear. back around. Uh, her question was Airbnb requirements. Question mark. Oh, I thought this love was a this. great one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, also, uh, KJ, I wanted to, I mentioned this. We're going to film a video of like the things we're going to keep and like the things and like selling all of our stuff for YouTube and like share that process as a part of like our lead up to travel series. That was one of them. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, it'd be fun. <clears throat> okay. Airbnb um, requirements from Toby. Yeah. We're very particular yeah. about Airbnbs. Um, and it's a combination of things. Let's go the let's go the broad strokes of like the we're checking all these boxes whenever we're booking places first. We always check if if Airbnb Plus is available, we check that. Yeah. If Airbnb Lux is available, which I, probably I like to, won't be because it's always bigger cities and we're going to small yeah, cities. Yeah, I like to filter for that yeah. as well. Um, just to kind of wade through it, like, cause again, well, me... we're not doing like intense budget traveling. Right. If I was someone on a budget, like I would want everything available to me, but we know that we're willing to pay for a little bit of a nicer place. So that kind of weeds it out for us. Um, and then we're actually looking at bed. I would say beds is the first thing that we look at. Wouldn't you say so? Well, After yeah, but, the overall vibe of the place. Right. But I'm, I'm even before you on this. What are the things we're checking in the boxes for the filters? Cause there's things we're checking. So entire place. Why don't you answer? Because I feel like you have a specific yeah, I just, answer I, that I I'm not I was going to leave the witness, but I didn't. You didn't leave entire very place. Well. Number uh -huh. one, we're never going to uh, oh, rent yeah. a room. Sure. Uh, kitchen is a must. Sure. Uh, Wi-Fi is a must. Sure. Um, dishwasher I, is probably for most places going to be high on our list because we don't want to wash dishes by hand. Well, what's interesting is I haven't checked dishwasher in any of our oh, Airbnb searches. Yeah. Oh, you have. Yeah. So there's probably a lot, but I think in Europe it's probably less. It's, yeah, it's less prevalent because I always check for washer before so the dishwasher. I was going to say it was a laundry machine. So if so I had to choose about? between a dishwasher and a laundry, with I would choose laundry. I'm with you because what we don't want to do is the like we've watched a bunch of travel videos on YouTube and they're like bring these Tide packets and you can do your laundry in the sink and like, wash your tell socks. You what I don't want to like, do. I don't want to wash my socks every week. Thank you. Um, okay, so that's the checking the boxes. Now let's get to vibe. Okay, vibe. We like things with like a unique yes. touch. Something that's very important to me is light. Yes. So if a place feels dark, if a place feels very claustrophobic, 
I am probably not going to want to stay there. Yeah. It's just because it's really important for my mental health to feel like there's it's light and airy. It's and we don't need a big place at all. Like nope. for those of you that Size know, doesn't usually we've talked about this before. Our home is I think 1200 square feet. Like it's not a very yeah. big place. It's I would say that because we work out of like a studio is also out of the question. I think a studio is out of the question depending on where it is and what it looks like and how long we're staying there like, yeah like we might stay at a studio for like if we're just jaunting here for a couple days um but i will say i think the other thing for us is besides all the things you just listed we want them to be different yeah like we've looked at a very like similar vibe for all the first places but i'm also i've said this to you many times and we've talked about it uh you know a bunch together which is I want a different feeling and I want to stay at a couple places I would never live in. Totally. So I, I actually do want like one that's like dark and moody and yeah. like kind of feels luxe and like the vo- walls are with velvet or something weird. I would never pick to stay there most times, but for like a two week in Netherlands. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds fun. Yeah. But it's I think those are going to be kind of far and few between because we are going to want the light and bright and like that's what we're comfortable with. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see what we, we come up with and we'll for be sure. sharing. But those are all the things that we kind of look for. And then it's just a matter of falling in love with like the photos. We do look a little bit at location, but we're not like we're not those people that need to be right in the center of everything. Exactly. Um, and we kind of won't unless there's a place that's just so amazing and for the price, and we're like, yeah, we got to stay here. Yeah. Like, we've looked at a couple places in San Sebastian, because that's where we did some original research on this. And we just found some places that are like, it's like a rounded room with like floor to ceiling windows. And it just is like your most European apartment you can think of. And I'm like, yeah, I want to stay there. But it's like right in the middle of the city. So we just have to figure that out. Okay. Great question, Toby. She's got a couple more. We'll come back. Cool. Uh, this one's from Jason Zook. Uh-huh. Yeah. Zook. He's Canadian. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, he says... Plane, train, bus, or car, what order do you want to travel in? Okay. So, like, so, order them. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> they they all, it depends on the you can start, amount of the start ride. You can start from worst to best because I think it's really easy for you to start worst to best. It's not. Really? Oh, it's not. Oh. I would say my worst is bus. <gasps> Interesting. Oh, for sure my okay. worst is bus. Wow, I didn't know this. Yeah, this my is worst great. is easily bus because... Number one, I do get motion sick. Yeah. Number two, it's incredibly anxiety-inducing for me <clears throat> to be in a moving vehicle with a driver that I can't control. Right. <laughs> um, and then add to that being in a bus where you're with a bunch of other people, and it's just, yeah. you know. Okay, so bus is... Bus is my worst. Okay. Also, I do have like a nightmare of like getting on a bus tour and we're going along like cliffside mm. like oceany like some people that's their dream yeah. that's my nightmare actually because the bus falls off the cliff because the vo- bus falls off the cliff how many news reports have you read of that happening at least one at least one okay, okay. good to go and then i would say after that is- when i and by the way when i say car i'm saying us renting a car oh, i'm sorry know. uh when jason zook says car he means yeah. renting a yeah. car i would say train i would say car is next worst and worst to best yeah and that's because um you know i get motion sick and also it's an anxiety yeah i think the unpredictability of driving in places you've never been before and like and let's just be totally real yeah i have trauma actual trauma from when we were in iceland and our car situation (laughs) 
Like, yeah. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Like, I really do. Yeah, I And so it. the idea of being in a foreign country... Can I quickly tell that story? You can tell that story. Uh, maybe I have some video footage and photos of this that happened. So uh, it was raining in Iceland as it is the entire time. Uh, we passed this little lookout point like right off a, a windy road, like overlooked a cliff. And I was like, oh, let's turn around and go to that because it just looks really cool. And like, we'd done this like five or six times already. It's like so, a gravel yeah. so road I turn, that you I'm on a nor- We're on a normal road, well-paved road. Then there, you doing okay? Yeah. Okay. Then there's a little gravel drive off, which clearly you can drive on. Many people yeah, have. Yeah, of course. So I pull into it and we have this big SUV because we were supposed to get a cool rental car that didn't have it. So this like big SUV that we got. So I pull over and all of a sudden. No, no, no. We look, we go to back up. Oh, that's what it was, yeah. We go to back up to leave, and the left side of this little gravel area gives out. And so the car starts to slide down this little gravel area. Now, you... At this point, we're on a lookout, just so everyone knows. Yeah. We're backing up, and the ground beneath the car gives out yeah. on the left side and we tr- we are hey, now hey, hey, hey. No, 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 I'm just, I want you to fully tell this as honestly as you want. I just want you to know we're not in the car right now. It's okay. <laughs> what did I say? I have trauma. I understand. Okay? I understand. So it's I'm not just, a joke. It's... No, I'm not joking with you. I'm just saying we're not in the car right now is okay. all I'm saying. The car on the left side gives out. My side, by the way, driver's Your side. Your side to the point where we are now 45 degrees that's probably a little bit of exaggeration. So maybe but 30. Let's say sure. the car is at a 30 degree incline where like, and we were just on a very high lookout where we were taking in the beautiful scenery. So in my mind, you think that that we're, is a cliff We're on face. a cliff. Yeah. We're on a cliff. Yeah. And I freeze. Yeah. And I don't know. Now, when that happened, did you look to your left and you saw that we were not? Well, yeah, for sure. So like the way if you were to picture this, like imagine driving onto like a little gravel parking spot, if mm-hmm. you will. And then about 20 to 30 feet in front of that is a, a cliff. Like it's an edge of a cliff and you can see the water and we're probably 50 feet up. Like it's, I, Did we mention it was raining? It was raining. I already mentioned that. I set the that stage for everybody. That adds to the real. Yeah. So, and this this cliff is kind of like a rounded cliff face and it and it it ends over on like the left side, the driver's side. But it's, it's like 20 or 30 feet away and there's even a little drop down below that, like another place you could go down. You're not supposed to drive down there. You can just, we walked down yeah. there. Um, so on my driver's side, as I'd backed up and we started to go at about a 27 degree angle, I can see there's just a bunch of bushes. There's this lower area and, but it's not, it's not huge. Like no, you no, could a, fit a car there, and but it's like, a giant, and listen, we're in a giant SUV. So, you know, you're, you're freaking out as a hundred percent normal. Anybody would, who didn't know what was going on right. outside. We're very quickly going to get through this. Um, I understand the situation of like, okay, this giant SUV is too heavy. I'm not gonna be able to like back up and correct this. I'm gonna have to like barrel down onto the lower level so that we don't tip over. I didn't want the car to tip over. And all of this is happening while we're suspended midair at a 27 degree angle. Yeah. It's very scary. Yeah. It's very scary. And so I'm gonna end the story because honestly, I truly can't yeah, I continue to talk about it. So you are like, it's okay. We're gonna, I'm gonna, drive like do maneuver the wheels a little bit so we get to this like embankment that's a little bit below yeah and then you have to convince me that the only way to get this car back onto a safe road yeah. is to somehow grip the tires on this like rocky yeah. incline that if you if you go the wrong way in the remind you rainy slippery rocks yeah. I mean, you're laughing it's not funny. no I'm, I'm, I'm just laughing at the entire situation like i'm thinking back to the situation well, it was glad, such a hot mess i'm glad that you can look <laughs> back and laugh at it because you have to convince me that the only way to get to safety is for you to get back in a car yeah. on a cliff yeah. in the rain and drive up 
an incline of slippery rocks where to the left of it is an actual cliff where you could die and to the right of it is safety. Yeah. And do you remember the conversation we had where you convinced me that this was like the only way to do it? And I am bawling my eyes out and I have to stand back and watch you get into a car and live with the fact that if you accidentally slide the wheel and go left instead of right or the rocks slip and you plummet to your death (laughs) that I'm by myself in Iceland. Yeah. You're dead. Yeah. I allowed you to die. The only reason I'm laughing is because it didn't happen. Like, we're here. We made it. I know. It's stressful. Anyway, remember when I said I have trauma? I think that's apparent now. Yeah. I also think that's kind of fun for everyone to hear, as stressful as it may have been for some people. Maybe they just fast forward. But, like... We made it through that. You know what I mean? I like, understand, but but like it was very dangerous. Yeah, and so for sure. For someone okay. who just yeah, can you let me? Yeah, absolutely. For someone who already has driving and like anxiety while driving, it is a real like thing that I have to overcome when I think of getting in a car and it raining or or like being in a rugged place in a country that I'm not familiar with and then putting my life in your hands in order to drive like it brings up a lot of stuff for me because that's like one of the scary, top five scariest things that's ever happened to me in my life. Nice. I, I, I say nice as in like, I'm glad you shared that. I think this is something we should try and work through with somebody. No, I have already. No, I've, but I've, I think it's something we should try and work through again. So it's fresher that you've worked through it before we go. Because inevitably we are going to rent a car and we are going to drive in the rain and we are going to drive on roads we've never driven on and it will be scary. And I want to be at least armed with a little bit of knowledge or something that we've worked through with someone to to have this better suited. I'm so sorry this question triggered this for no, you. I didn't fine. mean for it to and do I that. And I have, I've worked on it like a lot in therapy and I just, clearly there's more yeah. there. And I just think, um, I think it, what's really hard about that experience is that we both experienced it so differently and like you felt safe the whole time like you felt like we were not in danger you felt like it was you know precarious but like we got through it and like i felt so close to something absolutely terrible happening to me or losing you and that's a really vulnerable place to be and so i think those are the emotions that it brings up for me and it also brings up a fear of um you know I don't want to go on this trip and be afraid to get in a car. I don't want to go on this trip and be afraid to do, you know, to not be able to do like a day trip to a vineyard because it's going to be a windy road. But at the same time, like I have very real anxiety that lives in my memories and in my body that I can't always control. So like, and I want to honor that, but I also don't want to feel limited by it. So it's just like a hard place for me to be. I want you to know you're seen, you're heard. I love you. I'm sorry that we relived that situation. <laughs> I, took a turn, I thought man. we were we were like able to tell that story, and this this wasn't the response, but yeah. it's okay. Listen, this is like we just we shared this. This is a thing. It's a tough thing. We're gonna have to figure out. Like we're not going on this travel adventure, and everything's gonna be perfect, and we're just like everything's gonna be great. You know? I do want to say that I would. I do one positive thing that came out of that situation is I did realize like I would be so sad if you died. Did you also realize that I do understand how to get us out of some situations? Like I got us out of that situation. You did. 
with no help from like a burly man who had a tow truck. No, you're the burly man. I just knew what needed to be done. Like I understood the physics of yeah, things. Yeah, but okay. Like, so I also want to say this is, I think, the crux of what's difficult about this because I've really worked on this and I've worked on, we, we've we also together worked on my car anxiety and yeah. stuff. And you're like, you're like, don't you trust me? So, and this is at the crux of this scenario as well is like, well, don't you trust me to get us out of hard situations? And the problem is like, I trust that you think that you, but I don't trust that you know what I need. Does that make sense? Like, I, I trust that you know, like, in in driving, I trust that you think that we're driving safely, but I don't trust that you know what I think is safe. Yeah. and We have different definitions of what's safe. 100%. That's what's the hardest part. And we have to communicate on what we're not feeling safe with and what we are feeling safe with. And this is going to be a big recurring theme throughout our entire travels Absolutely. next year. Is... And not just in cars, but in like airports right. and walking and like all these different things. Yeah. And you're going to have a very different version of safety than I am. And we're going to have to work through that. And we're going to have to have lots and lots of conversations. And I'm sure some of them are going to be really difficult and some of them are going to be easier. But at one point or another, like we're going to have to either give in to the other person and say like, I trust you and we're doing this. Or we're going to have to go, okay, like you're, you're too afraid right now, me or you, we can't do this thing. Yeah. So that's what we have to do. All right. So buses are first on your worst, huh? <laughs> Wait, where did we go? <laughs> we we were at car. <laughs> so buses are worse, though? Yeah. Really? Imagine that scenario, but the bus gets us stuck on a All cliff. All right. So bus. Car, car. And then I would say plane. And then I would say train is the best. Okay. All right. We're going to move on from that question. I don't even need to answer. We're just, that was enough for that are, one. Are we leaving that in? Yeah, absolutely. That's real. This is the real. But we it started the out real. so fun and it just took a turn. Watch us bring the fun back around. You ready? <laughs> bring the fun back around. We both just did circles with our necks. Okay. All right, Toby. Uh, do, 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 do. Let's see what we want here. Um, all right, let's go to some, some packing related gear stuff and choosing the number of items. Okay. Um, let me see. Yeah. Uh, so basically her question was just, how are you choosing all of the items? And like, what do you, we don't have to list out the specific things we're choosing because we're going to do a whole video on that. Um, How, that's a hard, that's a loaded question. How are you choosing? Yeah. Do you Uh, want me to start? Sure. Yeah. I mean, what I'm doing is essentially looking at every day we've obviously lived our lives in this place where we've lived for the past almost three years. What are the things that I have needed the most every single day Uh that are like my core essentials? Can't live without. Can't live without. Don't want to live without. Don't want to live without. And also as we're traveling and thinking about those things, like what are the things that make that experience when we do travel and do other things better for me mm-hmm. and, and that I know. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I'm coming up with the list and how I'm also able to like really like not choose other things. Like shoes have become a fairly easy decision for me of two pairs of shoes, mm-hmm. potentially a third one we're thinking about, you know, for other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, it's that type of stuff. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is really easy for me. Like my wardrobe, these are the six shirts I wear all the time yeah. these are the two pairs of pants i wear all the mm-hmm. time these are the this is this underwear brand that i love that i've used for years 100 percent, i'm good to go yeah i think it's all about just your individual priorities and what experience you want to have because for example a lot of packing lists that i've seen of like i'm traveling for a year or whatever are for people who don't care about 
fashion or style that much, which is fine. They care more about adventure and that's like their priority. But for me, if we're trying to live, you know, live as the locals do, um, something that is important to me, it's not like looking fashionable. That's not it. But it's, I like the experience. I like the way it makes me feel to be able to put together an outfit that to me is cute, that makes me feel like it's my sense of style, that makes me feel like myself. I think clothes have, you know, a transformative emotional quality to them. And so for me, I'm prioritizing the clothing that I'm packing so that it's not just completely monotone. Like there's some yeah. some variation that I can build outfits from. So I'll, I'll feel good in the clothes that I'm wearing while we travel. And then also, yeah, just the essentials and the things that I think will make me feel the most like me. Yeah. So that leads me into the this other question from Jason Z. Oh, okay. Just a lot of Z's. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the top three items you're packing that you won't be able to travel without? So skip the Ooh, obvious like laptop, okay. iPhone, those things. Okay. So what are the three that you're just like, I absolutely I know that I'm going to need these. Oh, wow. That's yeah. hard. So I can tell you two of mine off the bat. Really? Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Number one is joggers. Like oh. comfortable pants uh-huh. on planes, trains, buses, and rental cars mm-hmm. for long drives and things. I know this sounds really silly. But for those, like, we've done cross-country road trips. We've done flights and things. I need comfortable pants. Mm-hmm. The last thing I want is shorts because my feet are getting cold or my legs are getting cold. Uh, I don't want uncomfortable pants because I'm be sitting for a long time and, like, having a belt and all that. It's really annoying. Mm-hmm. Comfortable joggers for travel. Mm-hmm. Number one on my list. This is a really weird one. Sure. But I just, you know, yeah. that's where we're at. Mine is a hair serum. that acts as a detangler because one of my pet peeves when we travel is if I don't take any toiletries and I just use the shampoo and conditioner that's provided by wherever you're staying, which a lot of Airbnbs nowadays, they provide shampoo and conditioner. My hair is so long and thick that it gets extremely tangly. And it's what I tell you, like it is brings me to tears trying to comb through it. I saw you get stuck in one of those Amazon Velcro rollers. (laughs) It creates such a negative experience for me. And so So a hair serum. It's it's not really a serum. It's a it's a heat protectant. It's a serum. It's a serum. It's a balm, actually. But it's a it's a hair a heat protectant and it detangles my hair. Is this under three point four fluid ounces? It's gonna have to be. Okay. Uh, my second item is hair related. What? So as oh, a here. as a bald man, yeah. Uh, typically, as we've been living, I shave my head with razors, mm-hmm. and so I do that like once or twice a week, and it's literally one razor cartridge per shape because mm-hmm. my your hair is so coarse on your head that it just tears through a razor. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's not expensive, but it's just like I'm constantly buying razor packets, and I can't just buy the disposable ones. I have to buy good razor packets. But what I found a couple of years ago when I first started shaving my head completely was one of these electric head shavers. I know this literally applies to almost no one, but I think it's just a fun thing to mention. Um, I'm going bringing back, the fun back. I'm, I'm going back to it, even though it doesn't get as close of a shave as a right. razor. It gets close enough, and it's it's. I don't have to replace it. It's you an use, electric did shaver. Did you use it on this your... morning? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's very close. Babe. Yeah. Yeah. It's you, not, you sort of have like a little five o'clock shadow. It's a but... tiny five o'clock shadow I get left with. It's not the like super smooth bald. Like I can feel a little bit of scruff. Like. Yeah, just enough to, to grab a, a microfiber workout towel. I could definitely grab a microfiber towel. Or some panties. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, excuse I me. Mean, Top of my head's grabbing panties? You know you've gra- <laughs> grabbed a panty or two uh, That's head. my second item. Okay. My second item is kind of like a package deal. Okay. But it is my lavender roller and my journal. My Ooh. physical journal. 
And it's because that's a grounding practice for me and it's very effective. I am a big believer in aromatherapy and like triggering your brain to calm down and get grounded and lavender is that for me because it's just I've done it for like years now. So if I'm in a high anxiety situation, which inevitably travel will bring about, pop some of that on my wrist, sit down, do a page of just free journaling and it kind of calms me down and brings me back to myself. So you have a serum and a tincture. (laughs) <laughs> on your list. Yeah. All right. My third item is one I actually have never used, uh-huh. but I'm most excited about. Okay. What is it? Your crossbody bag. My crossbody bag. Uh, I just, I don't know why. I'm just so, like, I don't like having things in my pockets. Yeah. My fellow non pocket people out there, like phones, wallets, like whatever. I haven't had keys in a long time, thankfully. But, like, I hate having stuff in my mm-hmm. pockets. I'm very excited to have this crossbody sling where also, like, it's right in front of me, so no one's going to be able to steal it. I have all my little items in there and I can like, you know, for our little vlogging kit that we're going to have of my phone on a tiny tripod, it's all going to be right there and I can like quick access to it. I'm just really excited about it. Plus I get to look very European, I think. Very European. Yeah. So that's my I, third I love item. the crossbody bag. I was half listening to you, but I was also trying to think of my third thing. Yeah, sure. I don't know what my third thing is. Like my can't live without it thing. I think it's going to be your new boots. Oh, I did. I, think those I are did be, just get a I think pair those would be game changers for you. Of faux leather, kind of like combat slash hiking boots. It, it, they're combat boots. They're combat boots. Yeah. We needed. I really wanted a footwear item that I could like wear on an adventure, like yeah. hiking, but that I could also wear in like the rain or the cold or whatever. Yeah. And I got this pair of forty dollar faux leather boots on Amazon, and we were like, these can't be as good as like we think they are. And then we got them, and, and I love them, and yeah. they go with everything. Yeah. All right. Those are our, our three must-have items. A uh, couple just final things here before we wrap up. Uh, Toby was asking which Waymer is going to take over our lease on our place because uh, <laughs> our place has just an amazing view, and we've been so grateful for it the past couple years. Yeah. Somebody's uh, going to be very lucky. Very. Because very also, happy. not only that, when they move in, they're going to get this place, and they're going to get. I need you to stop. You need to turn Siri off. Have you ever used Siri on no, your watch? No, I, I. What did I tell you? It, it was turned off. Something happened like when I. It's okay. Hey, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Watch this. Bringing the phone back around. <laughs> Fun in the summer. Somebody's going to get this place and they're going to get our stock tank pool. Oh, I and know. And the entire deck. The side yard oasis. They're probably, if I'm being honest though going to pay for it like i'm sure yeah. our landlord's gonna raise the rent but absolutely it's fine uh that that was uh, one follow from him and then wayne from wayne, hey, wayne was asking uh do we have the dates set up when we're gonna visit wayne specifically oh, specifically wayne. yeah, yeah uh, of course we don't have those dates yet you oh. said of course but we'll schedule them in. we'll give you plenty of time uh and that is one thing i kind of wanted to wrap up on here uh, it's kind of the final thing which is You know, as much as this trip is for us, we have not been able to, like, go to conferences. Not that we love going to conferences, but, like, we haven't done a lot of, like, social interaction with people in a long time. That's because we don't like people. I understand. But I do think there are going to be... We like interacting with people on the internet. Yeah, but I do think there are going to be some fun opportunities to do, like, little coffee shop get-togethers or, like, little tiny things. Especially with our Waymers. Like, that, to me, is something I'm very excited about. Yes, we have lots I was lots kidding of... about not liking people. It's just that we like we're homebodies and we yeah. don't do a lot of social stuff. But that is something that like as we're kind of pushing ourselves a little bit further than we might um, you know, in life for this trip, I also want to like open up to some of those experiences because I think it'd be really fun and we know totally. how impactful it is to just like making a relationship even further uh, connected when you meet yeah, someone. Yeah, and person. I'm excited not just to meet up with, you know, people who maybe we've like waymers or people we've connected with online and meeting them in real life, but 
also just leaving that spontaneity open to people you meet along the way in traveling to have dinner with someone or you know things like that I I think about when we were doing like our road trip and do you remember that couple that we sat next to at the breakfast place and they convinced us to go to Santa Fe instead of wherever we were going to Albuquerque I think and they were like no go to Santa Fe and we literally changed the trajectory of our road trip based on their random strangers recommendations and I think opening our up ourselves for that type of human connection and spontaneity is cool. Yeah. Uh, All right. So that'll wrap up our fun in the summer travel episodes. We had a little bit of a meandering path this episode, but I think that's literally going to be how our travels are going to go next year. I'm going to be honest. I have a little bit of a vulnerability hangover of just having an honest, like, you know, trauma response in the middle of a podcast. But that is the real fear and that is the real scenario and i hope that some of you guys can relate like maybe you had a bad experience on a trip and but i think the important point that and the reason i want to document this is because i don't want that to hold me back i yeah. want to i want to still believe in myself that i have now have the mental tools to be able to work through that fear or work through that anxiety in a healthy way (laughs) clearly there's more to unpack there but we'll do that i also want you to know i am not pulling off on any side roads unless you give 100 percent approval okay and also yeah Mm -hmm. go ahead I really think the rain was a factor. Sure, but it it's going to rain visibility. when we drive. Yeah. Yeah. There's not, it's not like we're going to only be able to drive when it's sunny. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to have rainy days. Are you sure? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that'll wrap up all the travel stuff. Let's talk about our two movies. These are the final movies. two classic movie nights that we're talking about until we come back in August. And maybe we won't do movies in August. Maybe we will. You guys have to let us know if you <laughs> like the movies. Uh, our two movies. We have taken Liam Neeson classic. Uh-huh. And we have Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> We're going to start with Weekend at Bernie's. We wait. both... Are we you sure? both wait, thought, wait. Yes. We both thought the Weekend at Bernie's movie we were watching was Weekend at Bernie's 2. <laughs> yeah, we started watching Weekend at Bernie's and we were like, I don't remember them in an office building, do you? And you're like, yeah. no. And then we were like, I don't remember them at like... Uh, what do you call Upstate that? Upstate New York, like yeah. the Hamptons. Hamptons, yeah. do you? You're like, no. And then we're like, oh, both of us were thinking of Weekend at Bernie's 2. We're like, when did they get to the resort? When, when is they, there like the, the voodoo storyline? Yeah, like, when is he dancing because yeah. of the music? There's uh, <laughs> none of that in Weekend no. at Bernie's, the original, first one. But yeah. we still enjoyed it. I will say that movie definitely is like, it is a snapshot of the 80s. Oh, like, yeah. As much as you would understand that it would be. But like you look back, you're like, wow, that is such an 80s the movie. The comedy in that movie is so physical slapstick. Like, but not, not so over the top. Because we've watched some movies where it's I guess, been like... But remember that intro? We were just like, well, I oh, can't yeah. right now. Absolutely. With the, the, the tar on the hop. Yeah, 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 we were yeah. just like, yeah. you got to stop. Yeah. That was bad. But Too I think much. it got a little bit better throughout. Sure. Uh, but I will just say... Did I, it? <laughs> I don't think it did. I didn't remember anything about the first movie literally not a thing yeah and i know i'd seen it before but never i just don't recall nothing and it was i'm like oh seeing bernie as like an alive person is very odd because all yes. i remember him is not an alive yes. person in these movies yeah. he, and he's alive for like the first 20 minutes of the yeah. movie and we were like what a weird thing this to, is bernie i know what a weird thing to like watch a movie <laughs> and be like when's this guy gonna die you know like this guy's gotta like get <laughs> this so silly. yeah it's a very silly movie uh what'd you give it on the the scale the rotten potatoes is I your brother's. I don't remember says? My, the rotten potato scale. I'll give it a six. A I'll six? give it a six. I think that's an enjoyable f- journey fair. down the '80s memory lane. Some of the slapstick humor isn't really my humor. Yeah, I was, I was, um, 
entertained. Yeah, I would I would probably give it a little bit higher on the classic movie night scale. I think I'd give it a seven only because it's so absurd. Yeah. That the entire movie, you're not like, oh, when's this movie going to keep moving on? The entire movie, you're just laughing at all. The, not even like the humor of the movie, just the movie itself. Right. Just like what, someone wrote this. Yeah. All right. So that's Weekend at Bernie's. Recommended. Uh, just a ridiculous watch. Next up is Taken, uh-huh. the Liam Neeson uh-huh. classic blockbuster. Uh, it was a blockbuster. This started not only a trilogy of movies. They didn't have plans of making three yeah. of them, but the, it did so well that they made three of them. It also started a TV show afterwards. Uh, every, I mean, I think everybody is now very familiar with the like. I have a specific set of skills. Yeah, I will find you. I will kill you. Like yeah, the, yeah, all yeah, those yeah. lines and everything. Um, this movie for me, I hadn't watched it in probably ten years. It holds up. It, it and is. It's great. It is a wild ride. Can we talk about my least favorite part of this movie? Absolutely. What is it? The way that Kim, the daughter, runs. It drives me. And you guys, nuts. he said this to me. The movie is starting, and he's like, "All I remember about this movie is I hate the way she runs." And I was like, "That." I was like, "That's such a specific." Yeah, weird I was thing. like, "I yeah. don't remember that at all." And then you pay attention to it throughout the movie, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Like, and then what's even funnier about yes. it is we read the trivia after the movie, and we're like, and the thing is like, the actress who plays Kim had a like running a coach. running coach who coached her on how to run like a 12 year old girl, and yeah. we're like, "Yeah, but her character is not 12." Yeah, it is. <laughs> She's like 16. If you guys go back and watch Taken, please do, and watch for her running. It happens about six times. Yeah. Every she re- time, it's really arm flaily. It's a lot of arm flaily, and it just somehow just boils my blood. <laughs> I'm just like, you know how mad Liam got when he found out his daughter was taken. That's how mad I am when I see her run. Like I just am so upset at her running. It happens so many more times yeah. that I like even thought, and we would just die laughing because we're like, oh, it's happening again. Yeah. Um, I did tell you that what I appreciate about this movie is not only that it's like a thriller and like it's yes. actiony, but it's also like to me, it's like it's like. What's that movie? National Ameri- Treasure. National Treasure. Yeah. Where it's like clues, yeah. you know? Where he's like, oh, and then the tattoo. And then he finds out. And then he finds the this. Spoiler and- alert. We watched Taken 2. And there are no clues. It's not it's, very clue there's heavy. There's no clue at all. It's mostly just like action and killing. And I is- really think that they underestimated the, the role of the clues. Yeah. I don't remember what it got on Rotten Tomatoes Taken that is. But it definitely was way higher than the second one. And then extremely higher than the third one. And I think they just really leaned into the... Action, action and killing and like all of that and it's like trope. less violence more clues give me that t-shirt we would love that as our movie <laughs> classic movie night uh thing what i really honestly dislike as a person who likes action movies is it really sucks when you're like someone who likes action and thrillers but they just continue to get more and more violent and yeah. i'm like i don't watch these it's, it's honestly why i like the fast and the furious movies right because there's some violence but it's it leans more heavy on just like cars and action yeah. and whatever and what's funny though is that like as it's gotten further along there has been more like death and I things know. And, and you're that's like, just yeah it's just stop. the way our society like with action movies has gone well, because they feel like they need to raise the stakes yeah. i guess but it's but like, raise the stakes and like Put Vin Diesel in a precarious situation that only he can get out of with The Rock's help. That's what I mean. Come on. Put him on a cliff in Iceland. And exactly. Save the oh, see what Vin... Uh, see how Vin, I brought it back He would have been so fast. He would have been so furious. Yeah, that was you. You he were Vin Diesel like, of the situation. <laughs> Do you realize that? You you Vin Dieseled us right on out of off that cliff. I really Into did. the right direction. <laughs> I really did. Uh, so t- Rotten Tomatoes of... Uh, Rotten Potatoes of Taken. Rotten Potatoes of Taken, I think, has got to be like an 8.5. I don't go higher than an 8.5 unless it's The Fugitive or Braveheart. Guys, I don't know how many times I guys, can tell you this. Minus the like a little bit too much of the gratuitous Killing. violence. This is a nine and a half. 
It is. There, I'll give it a nine. I'll is, give it a nine. Do you know why it's not a ten? Because it's not The Fugitive no. or Braveheart. Because it's not, nothing's no. a ten. Because of the running. Because of the running. <laughs> <laughs> but it also, like, I kind of like the running because I'm so mad at it. You know what I mean? I know. Uh, all right. So taking a weekend at Bernie's, uh, we also love doing these weekends where we know no one in the history of cinema <laughs> has ever watched these two movies back to back. Yeah. There has never, I, there has there never has been. There has never iTunes been. iTunes must be so confused. Yeah. At us and our movie selection. They're like, so like, hold on. Okay. Did you type so this then wrong? They, then they did Taken. Yeah. And then they just did Weekend, Weekend at Bernie's. Bernie's. Are they That's okay? That's what they did. Are they okay? They like send us a note in the mail. We're like, like, you okay? Algorithm, you can't. You don't, you don't know us. You don't know us.